0: This program is sponsored by Cynthia McIntosh.
1: My name is Cynthia McIntosh, and I welcome you to Nuggets of Truth Broadcast. It is my honor today to just share some more words of the Lord with you from the Holy Scriptures to encourage you to hold on to Christ. Hold on to your relationship with Him. I want to encourage you to want to deepen your relationship for Christ is like us. We want to grow. We enjoy growing. He enjoyed growing in His relationship with you. And one way to deepen any relationship is to get to know each other and to accept each other. Not necessarily the bad parts, but the part where you two agree, oh yes, Christ does not want what I call part-time love. He wants full-time love. And to have that full-time love, you really need to spend time getting to know him and what he has for you. And and today I just want to talk about three blessings that you can only have through Christ. You can't get it through your mother, your father, your siblings, your cousin, your pastor, your teacher. You can't get it from your enemies. You can only get it from Christ. And from, for this reason I I, I want to give you... These reasons, these blessings to cause you to want to fight for that relationship above any other relationship that you have. Oh, yes, because some relationships will try to draw you away from the love of God, from a life with Christ, from a life, a life of righteousness. And dear hearts, I will tell you today and I and I'll preach it to the day I die. The best life is with Christ. Your best life is with Christ. Your best life is with Christ. So today I want to give you some reasons why your best life is in Christ. I want to talk about the three blessings of salvation that only come through Christ. Only through Christ. Uh, These reasons I share today to encourage us to avoid life outside of Christ and and, and let me get into it right quickly here the three blessings of salvation through Christ that's what I want to talk about the three blessings of salvation through Christ first one is as a Christian you can say I have been saved from the penalty of sin secondly you can say I am being saved from the power of sin and thirdly you can say I will be saved from the presence of sin. When you go deeper into these thoughts in in the Bible you're dealing with three basic blessings summed up in these words. To be saved from the penalty of sin is an experience with justification. To be saved from the power of sin is your experience with sanctification. To experience salvation from the presence of sin is called glorification. Now, briefly here, I want to talk about what it what does it mean to be saved from the penalty of sin. The penalty of sin is 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 what some theologians call the second death. It's where you will not only die and leave this earth, but you will experience a second death that will last for eternity. In other words, you will die twice. Unbelievers will die once. But will die twice. And the last death. Will not be instant. It won't last for 5 minutes. 10 minutes. 10 years. It will last for eternity. It is a life outside of Christ. The Bible teaches. That this place is called the lake of fire. A place of torment. With every wicked being. Living in your world. The rapist. The sodomist. The liar the thief the murderer and unfortunately with satan himself he will be there with you it will be a very bad place to live but the only way to not to live there is to have a relationship with christ and when you give your life to christ when you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart jesus christ you will be saved from the penalty of sin and that's why we got to stay and keep Christ in our life, because without that relationship with Christ, you will live out our life of eternity outside of the new heaven and earth that Christ is creating for us today. Let, let me move forward quickly into blessing number two again, I'm talking about three spiritual three three blessings that we can only receive through Christ. the second one. As a believer, you can say, I am being saved from the power of sin. Yes, you can say, I am being saved. This is called sanctification. And I want to take you into scripture that talks about how sanctification works. Galatians five sixteen through 26. And I'm going to take, take my time and teach this text. It's, it's a scripture that I think we need to review quite often. This is what the writer says. I I say then walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. In the first statement in this text, it tells us how we're able to be freed from the power of sin while we're on this earth. It's to walk in the spirit. Yes. For the flesh lusts against the spirit, the writer goes on to say, and the spirit against the flesh. These are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I told you in the past, that those who practice, listen to this, practice such things, practicing mean you do not plan to change. This is your lifestyle and I'm stuck here. I do not want to be free from the power of this sin. When you live that type of lifestyle, the scripture says you will not inherit the kingdom of God. And then the next verse gives us a replacement for living according to the flesh. It says, but the fruit of the spirit. Again, the first part of the text says, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And the reason you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh is because of the fruit of the spirit. Dear hearts, the spirit of God is a voice in our life. It's our conscience. It's a sense of right and wrong. And the reason why it can give you a sense of right and wrong because it has fruit. It will always talk to you about the goodness, the good things of God. And when you do not Take hold of the good things of God. He becomes your conscience. He will talk these things. He will talk to you as a child. As a father and a mother talks to a child. A good daddy and a mama will not just punish all the time when a person does right or rather wrong. When their children do wrong. But good parents talk to you about what is right. They have a conversation and that's what the Holy Spirit is. He's a teacher. He's a comforter. He's a a leader into the things of God. And this is his personality based on the scripture. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, Self-control against such, there is no law, in other words, you will not be arrested for loving people, for having joy, for being for having self-control. There is no penalty for being righteous when it comes to the laws of God and the laws of the land. God wants you to stay with him to a point. The hearts where you allow the Holy Spirit's power and presence to affect your life. For this scripture says, against such there is no law, and those who are Christ have crucified, listen to this, crucified the flesh with his passions and desires. In other words, those who are in Christ strive to totally destroy. And to end every act of wickedness in their life. They don't desire to live a lifestyle of sin. A lifestyle of being a liar. A lifestyle of being a thief. A lifestyle of being a murderer. Their desire is change. But it comes through the help of the Holy Spirit. The scripture goes on to say if we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. L- let me go deeper into this thought of us having the blessing of salvation. And one of them is having the power to overcome sin in this life. Titus chapter 3, 4 through 7. Listen to this. It says, But when the kindness and the love of God our Savior toward men appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done. But according to his mercy, he saved us through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit. Let me say that, that again. We have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us through the washing of regeneration regen- and renewing of the Holy Spirit. Talking again about the power and the presence of Holy Spirit in our life. Whom he poured out on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. That having been justified by his grace, justification. Where you can say, I am free from the penalty of sin. We should, the text goes on say, we should become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. One of the hopes that we have that gets us a taste of eternal life, dear hearts. Is being able to have power over sin in this life, not the next one. I just want to end with this thought. There's nothing in your life that God cannot change. Let me say that again. There's nothing in your life that God cannot change. He wants you to conquer every weakness, every issue that you face. He loves you. He wants you to have relief from the pressure of sin. Beloved, I've got to go. God bless you. And I hope to share again with you all next week.
0: This program was sponsored by Cynthia McIntosh. To hear this program again and others, go to FamilyValuesRadio1010.com and click on the podcast page. And find this program and many others right there on FamilyValuesRadio1010.com